From the creators of Circles of Faith, this is Slices of Life, a podcast where intentional living and imperfection meet. Join us as we have conversations that help you navigate real faith, real life, and real community in the everyday. I'm Kimberly Amici, and today I'm here with Elise Daly Parker and Noelle Rhodes. Today, we're talking about prayer. While we might not like to admit it, prayer can sometimes feel like a chore. We're tired, we're busy, and it's just one more thing to add to our list. And if we are doing it with any kind of consistency, it can become boring if we do it the same way, with the same words, every day. Let me assure you, you don't have to feel guilty about this. Every relationship needs intention and creativity to stay fresh. Our prayer life and our relationship with God is no different. But before we get started, let's do what we do each week and ask an in-your-words question. Where and when do you pray? Uh, my prayer time is in the morning and it is on the chaise of the couch (laughs) and, um, it's the coziest place on my couch and I have two very young children and I never get to relax there. And, uh, God just showed me that would be a perfect place to talk to me. So I'm in the coziest place on my couch, the coziest blanket, uh, by the fireplace and, uh, it's beautiful in the morning. So my quiet times generally consist of me getting up before the rest of my house and I come down to my living room, um, which I don't get to sit in often because I'm usually running after kids or running out to work. But recently I have actually been pushing myself to get off the couch and really get on my knees and get on my face. And surprisingly, that has had this sort of dramatic switch in my prayers and not that my prayers are better, but just in my connection while I'm praying. And so, um, that's been an exciting switch for me about just getting on my face, getting on my knees. And I did think of that verse about someone in the Bible who prayed so much that he had knees like a camel. And I thought, wow, this is really where this comes from. So my prayer time is on my commute. Um, from Montclair into New York City, and I'll listen to my podcast and, and hear my preacher, Judah Smith. And then my actual prayer time will be at the end of his podcast when I'm walking from Port Authority to my to my office, and I'll have um, his group prayer message, and I'll be closing my eyes, raising my hands, like walking in New York City, um, and and just uh, and then after that, quietly, um, you know, listening to. Um, a faithful song and then having my prayer with God and it's really public and it's like a part of my day and and I feel that connection before going to work. All right, so I have a question for you guys. Have you ever gotten bored or gotten in a rut in your prayer life? Be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Every 6 months. Yeah. What about you? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about it. Um yes, I I I certainly absolutely have. Um, my prayer life is so intertwined with my like quiet time um, that it's kind of easy to mix it up. And my prayer life also has a lot to do with moms in prayer um, in terms of like formatting. Yeah, definitely. I'd say because of that, I've done lots and lots of different things over the years with lots and lots of different people, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I like praying with other people. I love corporate prayer. I love praying with my husband. I love praying. Like right now I'm praying with two other women who are in some form of ministry leadership kind of stuff. That's really important to me, you know? So that helps me not get bored with myself probably. (laughs) Right. Noelle. So what does it look like when you get bored? I can feel it. 
although you shouldn't really base things on feelings, but you know, I, I do change. I, I do like to be creative in my prayer time. So when I feel like it's samey, samey, I will step back and go, well, how can I, you know, like any relationship, how can I spice this up a little bit, make it interesting again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. And I, I try different things. <laughs> so and, what do you do? Well, <clears throat> that's a really good question. So I think I've talked about this before, but I have for many, many years prayed when I wash my dishes. Cause for, for, I mean, like for well over a decade, I did not have a dishwasher. So I had to actually wash my dishes by hand. Could you believe that? Mm-hmm. God forbid. The tragedy. Anyways. <laughs> um, but I use that time to pray. And I was praying like three times a day because breakfast, lunch, dinner. And and I was a stay-at-home mom for most of that time. So I would have some scriptures I would meditate over. And I'd use that time. And I would list of people I'd pray through. I got a dishwasher last year. So. Mm. I had to change it up. I wasn't standing at my sink for 25, 30 minutes yeah, like I was. Yeah. So now what I do is after I put the kids to sleep, I'm not sleep. Oh my gosh. After I put the kids on the bus, I have my little, I, my little, you know, iPhone, my headphones I'm wearing right now. And I walk, I walk for an hour mm. and a half that and I have, good. usually I have worship music and I, I pray through my family first and then my friends and then I and then I do some heart work and then I'll listen to a sermon or some sort of encouraging podcast that's to do with, you know, my faith. And then I'll ask the Lord about it. And he does. You know what? It's been really good. The walking right now has been really good because, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm exercising. That's really good. But I feel like um, just kind of having a longer time to do this has, I feel like I'm more ready for my day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've had to shift some things in my schedule to do that. Cause I wanted to wake up at like, you know, I want to be like walking at six o'clock in the morning and that just wasn't happening. So I had to change my schedule around. And so now this is what I do. Yeah, that's good. So how long have you been doing that? I have been doing that for, well, this particular regime that sounded really bad <laughs> this this particular way of doing it where i put the kids on the bus i've been doing that for about a month mm-hmm. before that i was i think i've mentioned this before i was getting up early and walking around my house Do you remember that mm-hmm. i don't know if yeah. i mentioned that about yes. an episode i'd wake up really early and i'd get my little 5k app going and my worship music and i'd be doing laps in this living room but it wasn't, you know, as I got later out, my kids were waking up early. It just didn't work. But yeah, mm. you know, that's, a, that's the thing about prayer. I'm sure yeah. we're going to talk about this. You have to be flexible with the season of life you're in. You got to find Absolutely. what is going to make it. You got to scaffold for the success of your prayer life. So if something isn't working because of your season, you change it and you don't feel, you don't have any guilt about it. You just, okay, let's change this. God, you know, that's, that's what he wants too. You know what I mean? He doesn't want you to just be like, trying desperately to have this vibrant prayer life and at a time that's not going to work for you and your family. And Mm -hmm. he will give you wisdom and he'll show you the pocket of time that you can do it. And so that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find that sometimes when I get to the end of a particular devotional or when I get through something that I've been praying for, then I start to get a little restless, like during those times of transition so if I'm focusing on a topic and I start to see breakthrough in that area, then maybe I'm not praying as much. Mm. And then 
not to say that it mm-hmm. takes a crisis to get me to pray, but sometimes I lose focus, right? When, when I have like yeah, a situation yeah, that yeah. I'm particularly praying for, and I'm really mm-hmm. like at the point where I'm like, I need to see you show up and I'm just going to keep at this. And then when the breakthrough comes, you're kind of like, okay, so what do I pray about now? And so I get restless in those shifts. And sometimes I kind of forget to fall back on maybe some of the other rhythms and routines of prayer that I had. So sometimes it takes me a while to be like, oh yeah, I do have things I can pray about. I can pull out this prayer book or I can focus on this topic or I can, you know, do something different. And so sometimes it's not that I get bored. It's sometimes that I lose momentum on something or I, I, I don't, I don't have, you know, sometimes the things I pray about are based on the devotional I'm reading. So Mm -hmm. I will, um, be going through a devotional and I'm often praying about the things that I'm learning about, you know, whether it's asking God to show me how it applies to my life or I'm asking, um, for a better understanding or when I learn that there's, um, a promise in the devotional I'm reading, then I start to pray that promise over my life. But when I don't have anything to focus on, I can sometimes get away from praying and feel like, what do I pray about now? Mm. Right, or mm. the, 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 the stopping of the rhythm trips me up sometimes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, and I think what's, what's interesting about it is, is that there are very many different approaches to prayer and your approach to prayer can really is very, I, I don't, I don't approach prayer that way. I definitely tend like the way you pray is the way you tend to to live. And mm-hmm. the way I pray is the way I tend to live, which is all over the place. Um, and so I think, you know what I mean? Like I don't have a devotional that I read and then I pray according to the p- devotional. I tend to have, um, over the years I've had five to 10 devotionals at all times that I like to, even now, even now I have five, you know, that are mostly on my phone. But when I had books that I carried around, I took back everywhere I went different, uh, devos on different days. I cracked them open, depending on my time. Um, and then again, I, I love the structure of the four steps of prayer. So that we use in, in moms in prayer. So if I am, particularly if I'm praying with somebody else, we tend to use those four steps, praise, um, confession, Thanksgiving, and then intercession. Um, and that keeps me really focused on whatever it is that I'm praying. And as far as my prayer requests go, like what I'm actually praying about, I um, used to have literally a big three ring binder and I had dividers for each child of mine and for my husband and for our marriage and then for lots of other people as well. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of use my bullet journal for that. Like I, I track my prayer requests, you know, using that because I'm trying to use one book, not 10 books mm-hmm. to attract things. So, yeah, but my, my prayer life tends to be probably more fluid than I'd like it to be. Hmm. Well, I do have, so I love the Stormy O'Martin books because um, I've been praying mm-hmm. through those for years since I've been married. So at least 16 years. And there's one for the, there's many of them, but I have the one for the parents and I have um, the one for the wife. And so I will pray one a day. So whatever it is that I'm on, Mm. I pray one for my children, one for my Mm -hmm. husband. Um, and I do have other lists like of, of things that I'm praying for, but sometimes I find that I kind of just, I don't know, maybe this is something that 
I don't know. I uh, that's just unique to me. But like, I get bored. Like, I get annoyed praying for things sometimes. Some things. Sometimes I don't <laughs> feel like praying for this thing again. And so, oh, um, okay. So right. usually, usually it's something that you feel like you've prayed enough about, kind of thing. Sometimes I just get distracted. Sometimes, <laughs> like, I will like pray through things for like when I did the Daniel fast. I had a whole list of things that I was praying for. And like, this sounds silly, but I like for the first two weeks I was like praying for these people, praying for this situation in my life. And then I lost the list. I just stopped praying for everything on the list and just was like, okay, I'll pray for my husband this week. And then I went and I prayed for my husband. And I like, it wasn't until I found that list a month later that I started praying for these things on my list again. Like, Mm -hmm. and and so part of me is very focused in that I like to have a topic. I like to have an outline. I want to know exactly what I'm praying for. And then part of me is kind of like a scatterbrain in that, well, if I don't have it in front of me, I'm not praying for it. So, so hopefully you're you're not on that list that I lost. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you are, you're not being prayed for anymore. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I would, I would actually say too, um, over the years, when I was younger and had all the little kids and all that stuff, um, I was always, I feel like I was always struggling to get in devotional time and prayer time Mm -hmm. always and always felt and always felt like it wasn't enough. And how are other people doing all that stuff? And I feel like I have moved into a season of much more freedom than that. Mm. I will say that when I was younger and had all those kids, I was in three moms and prayers prayer groups every week. And so that was really the hub of my prayer time. Right. And it was very rich, actually. But in years since, uh, again, it's more, um, it's wider than that. And actually, it's wonderful in that way. Mm. Again, I'd like to be a little bit more focused, and I love when my husband and I get into a real rhythm of prayer. In fact, Kimberly, um, what were those books that you were reading? Uh, we, we actually did a 40-day devotional kind of, you had done one through Circles of Faith. Remember? Oh, uh, um, The Circle Maker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are good. Yeah, Chris By and Mark I did Batterson, that. yeah. Right, Mark Batterson's The Circle Maker, and Chris and I did that devotional t- together, and that was a very, very wonderful and rich time. It was last year, I think. Um, and we were both really enjoying that. So there's some really good things to having that, um, that focus. Mm -hmm. But, um, again, now I'm sort of, I I will say one thing when I get in my car for any length of time and I'm by myself, I might have music on, I might be getting ready to listen to a podcast and I kind of go, okay, this is the opportunity for you and me to hang out and pray and talk. And so I do, Love that time when I, when I get in my bubble. Mm-hmm. Elise, you mentioned that when you were younger with, with, you know, your girls were little, mm-hmm. you were in these mom, um, moms and prayer groups, which yes. was very beneficial. And I want to mention that I kind of have a modern version of that a little bit, although these groups do still exist and if, and anyone should check them out. I'm still in a mom's um, prayer group. Yes. Yeah. You still are. Yeah, and, and I am too. This will be in the, sh- this will be in the show notes, right? Mm-hmm. How to find yeah. one. Um, but one of the things that I do every Wednesday at a quarter to seven, me and two other women pray mm. via Voxer. Love it. We Voxer each other. And literally it's, it's basically we share our requests very quickly and we pray for one another through mm-hmm. Voxer and we're, you know, we're all in different States. Mm-hmm. So there is some kind of, you know, the beauty now of technology Wonderful. is you, mm-hmm. you really can pray with anybody at any time. Yes. I mean, I think it's great to be in these groups, but if you're like, you know, in that crazy infant stage or you're that wild, everyone's in a traveling soccer club and there's no time at all. 
you know, Voxer is a great, a great tool that you can use and connect with people that you are connected to spiritually and you can pray for each other that way. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. I love yeah, my Wednesday morning time. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that's really key. You, you have to find your own way. As I said, I have lots of different people that I pray with. I was going to say, that's like the biggest, I think, lie that we tell each other as Christian friends is I will pray for you. We never, most of us, if we're honest, don't remember to do it. You know, and so Lisa, you were saying that you learned that, you know, early on. Okay. So many years ago, many years ago, especially because I was a part of Moms in Prayer for so long, I was in leadership and many people asked me to pray for them. And very quickly I learned I needed to pray. If they were on the phone with me, I needed to pray right there. If we were in person, pray right there. If it was an email, I needed to literally email back with a prayer because I couldn't remember. And I I wanted to honor that person's desire for me to pray for them. Um, And I still today, well, if somebody says, well, you know, we'll have a conversation, I'll go, just please pray for me. I'm like, yeah, okay, right here and right now. And I do think sometimes people are a little surprised by that, but it means it's going to happen. And and I do not want to tell somebody I'm praying for them when I'm not, you know? That's right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really important. And I think, you know, part of what's happened for me is it's become more of a sort of that idea of if you had asked me many years ago, what does it mean to pray without ceasing? I would say it probably means something like what I do more today than I ever have done before. And that is, you know, sort of being in touch with God all the time. Because yeah. I'm so desperate for him. Um, mm. And because I, 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 I'm such a backslider with all my junk that I really, mm. I really need to be talking to God a lot. So it's not as um, formalized as it used to be in some ways. But for me personally, what really changes my prayer life is um, when I really remove any distractions and because I'm so easily distracted, that literally means shutting the door, getting on the floor, putting my head down on the floor, really being prostrate before the Lord focuses me in a way like nothing else can and nothing Mm. else does. And so when I really feel far from the Lord and like, we're not, we're just not connecting, I'm not feeling heard and I'm not feeling uh, just, you know, like I'm hanging out with him. Um, I, I get down on the floor. I could use mm. that right now, by the way. I mean, just because it's a busy time and I've got all these graduations. We were, we're away every weekend for like five weeks. And, you know, busyness can make me feel very disconnected from the Lord. So I could use some floor time. <laughs> One of the things that I had the privilege of a few years ago, and I would like to do it again. Hint, hint, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Um, is the read it, pray it cards with my kids. Mm. That was very good because, you know, for myself, I, I kind of, you know, I like to be creative. I like to pray with the Lord, but you know what I really stink at is, is knowing what to pray for my kids. I, I know what to pray for my children, but teaching them how to pray, mm. I struggled with that. And so I was able to get your read it, pray it cards. I think it was a couple years ago mm. and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not just saying that because you're you're sitting here. Um, it was really helpful to me uh, to have something in my hands. Number one, that was visual, and that le- <laughs> and that led me through. 
you know, and took all the pressure, took all the preparation out too. That's the other key to this. Took all the preparation out for me, uh, but had like a theme and a focus. And okay, this is what we're talking about Mm -hmm. this month. This is what we're going to ask Father God about this month. And my kids really loved it too. Uh, I think I put them in like little colored envelopes because I printed them out on my printer and put them in little color envelopes so every day they got to like you know open one up or whatever and Hmm. um that that was when they were younger and that was you know much more exciting when you're like you know six but (laughs) you know i'd like to do that again with them i'd like to start that again maybe even over the summer getting the cards getting the subscription because it's important but i think too you know we sit here as mothers let's be honest we sit here with our grand plans oh we're really going to disciple our children Mm -hmm. they're going to know the power of prayer Mm -hmm. and it's it's like it's hard enough to try to find time to pray on your own and to have and to have that connection, and so then we have guilt because we don't do that for our kids and we feel like we're not passing down this legacy. And one thing I think we can do in any in any situation in regards to prayer is use the tools that God has put on the hearts of other people to help mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And this Love is that. this is a great practical tool. You can subscribe to it really easy. I know it's going to be in the show notes, and you download it. You can print it up. And it's right there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you can walk right through it. And at the end of the month, I remember feeling like we'd gone through something together. We mm. we battled in prayer for something together. And that's important to teach them. So, I mean, I, I didn't mean to like market you there, but I really <laughs> do believe it's really good. And I am going to order another, I'm going to order another subscription because it, I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it for my family. Yeah. Well, I I created them mainly out of my frustration for trying to teach them how to pray. Like there was a couple things that was going on at the time. Um, My kids were super duper little and I wasn't getting to my prayer time like I felt I should have. Right. I wasn't like getting the minutes or the consistency that I wanted. And the easiest thing for me to do was to find whatever it was that I needed prayer for and to write a scripture down on an index card and then you know, read the scripture and then pray the scripture. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. that's kind of how I kind of spent time with God on the go. Um, because I wasn't waking up at the crack of dawn. Like I was nursing in the middle of the night. I was sleeping as late as I could. And then as my kids, um, (laughs) started to get older and I realized that they were old enough to memorize scriptures, I started putting these scriptures on the cards, but I also was finding that I was, you know, it was bedtime during bedtime prayer time. I was like, I didn't even know what to pray. Like, we were thankful for the birds and the sky and and the day. But I was like, oh, my gosh, again? Like, I honestly, like, it was out of frustration that I said, (laughs) let's start to pray something else. You know, like, let's let's find, you know, something else to pray. So at the time, it was when my daughter was in pre-K and she was struggling with making friends and she was a little shy and she was nervous and so I was praying things that had to do with that for her and I just took those cards and so I would be able to pray them and then she would repeat them and they were simple enough you focus on one scripture at a time Um, Um, certainly like you could do more when you're older but we'd focus on one scripture at a time and then we would just pray that same one every week I mean every day throughout the week and so for me it kind of gave me like a a touch point, right? Like something I can mm-hmm. get my hands on. And at least like you were saying earlier, that that's sort of my personality. Like give me, give me something to pray, give me a springboard and I can mm-hmm. pray, but I don't always feel confident in just kind of 
you know, coming up with something. Yeah. Coming up with something every night new for my kids. Like I was, I wanted them yeah, to have yeah. a rich prayer yeah. life, not to think that we're just going to say, you know, now I lay me down to sleep yeah. every night before we go to bed. Yeah. You know, I have to say, um, I have not used the scripture cards myself, the read it, pray it cards, but I've threatened to, and I, <laughs> I really think I'm going to, because, um, it's not have to have children to no. basically, uh, have an attribute of attribute of God's, um, and, and, and a, a character in me that I want to recognize. And so, um, I think that's a great idea for, for us all mm-hmm. and, you know, no time like the present. So I, I love the read it, pray it cards. And I also mm-hmm. love what I love about it too, Kimberly is there are a lot of people who are like, Oh yeah, the index card, get a scripture, put it on an index card, stick it in your, um, you know, visor, read it on the way to, to, to school or whatever. But th- those are done for you. So, yeah, we really didn't intend Too much to work like, to <laughs> market these read it cards, but they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They are. Pray it cards. And so why not use that tool? I mean, that's a great little, as you say, springboard. Yeah. Another thing, I, if, if you guys don't mind me saying, you know, I think so much of what we talk about is about intention. Mm-hmm. And I think that is really important. And I think sometimes for those who are, who are listening, who might feel like, oh gosh, you know, another thing to do, another thing that I, I can feel badly about. I would also just say, um, it doesn't have to be intentional, meaning rote or yeah. a system. It really can, God really honors our prayers, no matter where we're Mm-hmm. We are, and no matter what we're doing, and so sometimes, you know, it is the dishes that I'm washing, whatever, like like doing the laundry or getting in the car, whatever the prompt is. Yeah. It's okay. Um, do it when you can, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and and be as mind, you know, just it, the mindfulness part of it is do pray, pray when yeah. you can, and mm. because I, I again, I I I feel like I'm brought back to my days of just feeling so guilty especially about God time and prayer time. It was like, oh mm-hmm. gosh, I'm, I'm just not, I'm falling short. You know, people would say, when I opened my Bible this morning, I turned to, and I'd be like, oh gosh, I don't do any of that stuff. And, um, right. and even like, I, I really believe that where my child, where I learned prayer, by the way, is watching my grandmother who was crippled and couldn't see and was sort of stuck in a chair most for her last, you know, seven years when she lived with my family. I watched her pray. That's what I saw her do. I saw her mouth move in her quiet prayers. And that is what she did. And so it was really modeled for me. I believe that I, I hope, and I believe that I've modeled prayer for my children, meaning we pray about, we prayed about things, you know, if, if there was something happening, um, whether they were worried about something or we were sitting down to a meal or whatever it was. Yeah, it wasn't always exciting and interesting, but it was, we did pray. And so I hope that, and I, I know, I know, I'm not going to just hope. I know my children have taken that away from mm-hmm. our life together. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my children know that I am a prayer and that they will ask me for prayer. And so, ta-da, one success I can have <laughs> to my mother <laughs> Um, I modeled There's prayer. There's many, I many think. successes. <laughs> but um, I'm, I did model prayer by praying. And, you know, do that. If yeah. you're not going to do anything else, when something comes up and your kids are worried about their grades or their friends or whatever, okay, sweetie, let's pray. Mm-hmm. And, and that's enough. 
Yeah. That's enough. Um, Noelle, you did prayer boards with your kids when you were abroad. Why don't you tell us about I that? I did do that. So because we lived abroad away from a, a lot of our family, and none of our family lived in Northern Ireland with us, and um, we'd pray for them, right? But they didn't know who we were talking about. You know what I mean? Like they, It's like, pray for your Uncle Noah. And in their minds, being very little, they had no idea. This Uncle Noah was like this mysterious character in their mind so what i did was i i'd print out pictures and we would make these little prayer boards mm. and they the, a few times they were like bulletin boards other times they were like actual boards that we'd like maj podge together mm. and we would change the boards i think sometimes monthly sometimes um seasonally it really depended on my organizational abilities <laughs> you know if i if i remembered yes. but I would, you know, I would do the pictures and I would point to them. Also, my son, my son had had a lot of difficulty with speech and language. He's hearing impaired. So he needed a lot of pictures to help him. So I'd point to the picture and I would say, this is Uncle Noah. Uncle Noah is getting married in a couple months. So we're going to pray for Uncle Noah. And Jenna was his, you know, fiance at the time. We're going to pray that it's really beautifully sunny on their wedding day or something like that, you know? And so they would look at the little picture and they would pray. But mm-hmm. the nice thing is that they were putting the face with the name and the prayer. And Love so that. they, it was a real thing. It wasn't just a bunch of words. Cause when they're little, when they're like five and three, it, they're learning it, you know? And, and they need to kind of sometimes for my kids, they need to see the pictures. Yeah. And it was nice because when people came to visit, they would, I remember one time, um, I think my aunt came to visit me and we'd been praying because we knew she was coming and we'd been praying for her. You know, my son was able to point to the picture, you know, and be like, you know, I meaning like I pray, I prayed for you. You know, he was making the connection that this person Mm, that's visiting me is someone that I've been praying for. So that was, that was my one really clever. (laughs) (laughs) You get them every once in a while, right? unless you're a really exceptional mother, but most of us get like one or two a year. Um, if we're lucky (laughs) and that was my really great idea. And it worked really good for my kids who also weren't great readers. So I know I've talked about this as well in the, um, the podcast, I have illustrated Bibles for them. I, again, um, even now their prayer journals, I should have said this, I completely forgot, are little drawing books and they draw their prayers, you know? Oh, that's amazing. Love it. Love it. And, um, and, and I say to them, spelling does not count with Jesus. So don't worry about that no. and draw your, draw your, draw your picture and, and just tell him how you're feeling or what you need prayer for. And that for them, because they're not great readers, it releases the tension of of having to remember what the spell and all the punctuation and all that stuff. But also, even when we're praying out loud, they get a little bit nervous. And my son, too, because he's hearing impaired. His speech is not great right now. So when, you know, when it comes to him praying in front of people, he may not raise his hand to volunteer for that. But when he's in his little room, he's got a little prayer journal and something's bothering him he can open it up and not have to worry about what to say and just draw the picture and so those are just a few simple ways i've tried to help connect them mm-hmm. and you, you just you just again you just try you try a million things and whatever works you, you push until it doesn't work anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i love that visual though i think you know for a lot of kids they're very concrete so who is this person i'm praying for and and now they've got a picture. I, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Love it. 
Yeah, and one thing, like you said, when you're when you're organized, you you, you change the boards, and and yeah. you know, not every season are you going to be doing these, you know, Pinterest worthy. No projects and you know even with my prayer cards i mean i create these prayer cards once a month i come up with a new topic you can get them on my website you can you can download them on my in my etsy shop i have a number of them that are free on my website but that doesn't mean that i'm like sitting around my breakfast table every morning with my kids reading from these cards i've created i do my Mm -hmm. best to use them each of my kids has a set and i keep usually like whatever topic is most important to us at the moment like if we're dealing with not getting along or if we're starting starting to notice that they're kind of telling little white lies to get out of doing their housework like uh, Mm -hmm. those are the topics i focus on and i keep them in my car because i know that every day i'm going to get in my car and you know like when we switched cars recently just because we wanted to use the smaller one to get better gas mileage we went like two months and i was like i don't have a set of cars in my car like like let yourself off the hook for not doing Mm -hmm. everything and every season in the way that you did it because i i do feel like i've you know when i talk about getting bored in my prayer life I can go to some of these things that I've done in the past that have worked and change it up a bit. So sometimes I'll use the cards and, and then sometimes I will, um, you know, go through like a prayer book that has prayers written out for me. And sometimes Mm -hmm. like what I'm, what I'm doing right now is, um, I wrote this list of everything that I'm angry, bitter, or frustrated about. And that was because my chiropractor, um, I was having some trouble with my back and he's, and he says, you know, your back is fine. You're just, you're probably holding on to some emotions that you need to get rid of. And mm. he prompted me to go home and write a list. And this isn't a Christian doctor. This is not like, you know, religion yeah. 101. This is him saying, look, there's some things going on. And, and when I was able to write that list, I was able to see the things that, um, you know, I thought were okay, but I really wasn't okay with. And and now I'm right. starting to work my way through that list and mm-hmm. just kind of lay them at the feet of God and say, what's going on with this? I'm, I'm really angry about this. I'm really angry that I have to deal mm-hmm. with this, or I'm really angry that this is a situation in my life. Um, and just taking it to him so I can detach the anger from the situation. And so, mm-hmm. but what that does, I have to be honest, and which I, I get, I tend to get tripped up of, and I've talked to you guys about this before. Um, that means I have to pray a little less in other ways. And I always feel like, oh my gosh, well, I didn't get to that part of my prayer routine or my devotional routine. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of start to feel guilty, but then I have to stop and I have to say, no, if I'm getting out this list of things that I'm taking before God and I'm camping out on this one thing and it takes 25, 30 minutes for me to work through this and hear truth from God, that has to be enough for the day. Like yeah. Yeah. I have to know that, okay, so if I don't pray for my husband's meeting, like I'm okay, <laughs> it's going to be okay. Right. Like I'm not a bad wife. I'm not a bad Christian. Right. I just, I need to pick and choose not the tools that I'm using, but the ways in which I'm connecting with God. And I have to be okay with, you know, like when you say yes to something, sometimes it means you're saying right. something else. Absolutely. Recently we did breaking free with Beth Moore and I did this with a group. Um, and you know, something has to go when I do that kind of a study. It's a lo- it takes a lot of time every day and it does incorporate prayer and scripture. And so I can't do all those other things if I'm doing that. And if I do try to, then I, then I end up failing with everything. So I, I know what you're talking about, Kimberly. I like to keep, you know, keep my, my things that I'm doing regularly and I, I really enjoy them, but sometimes you have to, 
make way for the other thing that you're focusing on. I think you mentioned, though, a very common myth about prayer, and that is the minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I need to hit a certain amount of minutes for it to be legitimate, like valid, like he's going to actually check it and notice. Mm -hmm. And that's just not, that's just not truth. Mm -hmm. You know, he is is really more concerned about the relationship and the connection more than the time it's like it's like that you know it's so cheesy to say this but you got to say it it really is quality over quantity when it comes mm-hmm. to prayer you know you could be sitting there 4 hours and and not really really connect Tis and you true. could be 1 minute and and in desperation in the car yeah and 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 connect to the lord so you're yeah. what you said Kim, was interesting how you feel bad if you're not getting to everything mm-hmm. you know but God knows, you know, and if yeah, you feel, yeah. I, I just feel like prompt to say this, if, if someone's sitting here listening to this podcast, feeling bad, they didn't think of some of these things beforehand, like, oh, why didn't I think about doing this with my kids? Or why haven't I joined a moms and prayer group? And like, I just want to say, do not feel guilty, release yourself from that. And just trust that God is revealing it to you now. Mm-hmm. That this time he's appointed to show you that, that you know you can take steps. So don't feel guilty. Don't beat yourself up that you didn't see it until now. Just say, okay, God is revealing it to me now, and I will respond. Well, you know what? I mean, I don't know if this matters, but um, with the First Five app, which is my definitely one of my favorite Devo apps, mm-hmm. um, there is a prayer every day um, that, of course, I always pray along with, and then. There's um, an opportunity to journal, which I think I've shared before, called My Moment. And then you can share My Moment in the comments or whatever other comments you want to make. And it is incredible to me to see the amount of prayer that goes on just naturally through those comments. Mm. Um, If somebody kind of pours out their heart, I've done it myself when I've shared something fairly intimate, but I I don't know why I feel safe sharing it there because... There have been friends who've actually said, "Oh, I saw you on first like yeah. that." <laughs> um, but I have done it because um, I think you guys know I'm pretty transparent, and um, I, I've received. I've been the receiver recipient of wonderful prayers from, from strangers who just happened to relate to what I was talking about, and mm-hmm. I've also prayed for other people through that. Um, and I also have some. You know, there are prayer groups out there online even that can be very awesome places for prayer, like, uh, the concilium group and, um, even I bloom, which is the women's coaching group that I'm a part of on their, um, inner circle page, people really share their prayers there and get a lot of, I shared something the other day and I can't tell you how blessed I was by the response and the very specific prayers that came my way. So, you know, another example of how the internet has opened up connection over our hearts our hearts for prayer and then people will pray something that's pretty astounding and, and on target because you know, prayers prayer is a spiritual thing and God connects us through prayers even when we don't know each other. So I think that's pretty cool and like worth that. paying attention to. Um there were two other things that I wanted to mention about prayer that I feel are really important. Uh, not not that important, but just two other ways of approaching it. One of the things we did in my family was we always had a little flip calendar. I, you know, those little mini calendars. And I use those a lot as my prayer 
prompts over the years. We'd use them as a family. We'd use them. And that kept it very simple, like just a little prayer a day or a concern a day or something like that. And then the other one, which takes a lot more time. And again, I love it. And I don't do it the way I used to, um, is a dog day alone with God. And man, that is just, that is like bread and wine. Um, it's so wonderful to really take a day on your own with, you know, a journal or whatever, your computer, um, all your divas that you love, whatever it is, God, I guess it would, it kind of goes toward sometimes a deep, deep drink is an awesome thing Mm -hmm. because like a relationship with any human being that we have, you have to nurture the relationship. So staying in touch with God is really the point of prayer. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a conversation with God. So, yeah. All right. So what's your coaching challenge for us? My coaching challenge for this week would be just each day, make sure you do something to pray, meaning just be mindful of prayer, of praying. Maybe even just get up in the morning and allow yourself to immediately say, Lord, thank you for this day. That in, that in itself is a prayer that sort of sows the day to the Lord. And check out Kimberly's Read It, Pray It cards that can be found at KimberlyAmici.com and print out a page or two and use them to guide your prayers if you're ready for a little bit more of a challenge. Um, they can guide your prayers with your children or they can guide your prayers just personally. And, and they're terrific. So um, I highly recommend those. And those are my challenges for this week. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to share this podcast with someone you think will love it. You can find everything we talked about today on the show notes. Those show notes can be found in iTunes and in the Circles of Faith newsletter. When you subscribe to the newsletter, you'll receive additional content and resources on the topic we've talked about in the show. You can find us on social media as Circles of Faith. Subscribe to us in iTunes so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, rate and review the show. Your comments go along way and helping others find us.